stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and today I'm going solo again to cover a topic I talked about earlier this year in 2021, but we have to revisit it. The Reddit and Wall Street bet stocks are again soaring, at least some of them. So I'm again getting the question, should you sell and cash in? What should you do? Uh, This is the exact same question I kind of covered last time about what to do if you're in with big gains. And so we're going to cover it again because people are in this situation again. And it's a good situation to be in, right? This is a good kind of investing question. Hey, my stock is soared. What do I do? That's a good one. Uh, But some people on Twitter have shared that they bought AMC last year or at the beginning of this year as recovery reopen play like they did buy it on the fundamentals before the reddit wall street bets people kind of went into the stock and now some of them are sitting on you know three thousand percent gains or over two thousand i guess it is in the last six months so what should they do these are extraordinary you know once in a lifetime gains type of thing Um, You can get 3,000% gains, but just not in the six-month time period, right? So this is an important question. So my advice always is, first, you should have an investing plan. What was the purpose of this investment? Have you reached your goal? You should have that kind of already in mind. But I get it. I get it that greed is in play. Because those of you who did buy AMC, say down there at, you know, $3 a share, um, and now it's soaring. And recently, it has literally spiked 100% in a single day. Then you're wondering, why not stay in? If it spiked 100% today, maybe it does that again tomorrow, and maybe the day after, or maybe next week. Why not stay in it and get out even with more gains, right? So I understand the um, motivation for staying in and why, uh, even if you have an investment plan, you're basically throwing it out the window, right? Because it's just the gains have been too quick, too fast, and it's easy to get really greedy. After all, it took the S&P 500 recently just five years to get to that 100% gain and AMC did it in one day just last week. So that being said, um, there must be another kind of way you can look at these big Reddit type meme stocks as they're now called and whether or not you should be selling and taking some of your gains. Um, And that strategy is to look at what the corporate insiders are doing. What they're in your situation, right? They have big gains as well. Many of them are given many shares as stock options, um, as compensation. They're given awards out, a little bit different than a stock option because the stock option, usually you can't cash it in for a couple of years, but the awards you can. So that's just like free money. They're giving you shares and you can cash it in next week if you want to. And then other people maybe are just getting shares, just regular shares as compensation. That happens at some companies. 
So what are all those people doing with the shares that are now soaring as well? Are they cashing in? Are they taking the money and running? Because that can give you an idea of what's going on behind the scenes at the company and whether or not you should be following their lead, whatever that may be. So remember with AMC in particular, we'll just start off with that one because it's the hottest one right here in June of 2021. That business almost didn't survive last year and didn't survive the pandemic. And it has managed to make it in and now it has done some secondary offerings while its stock is soaring. So now it has plenty of cash to continue on. So that's the good news. But from the corporate insider's perspective, you had to be thinking last uh, March and April of 2020, they might have been thinking that as the movie theater shut down, as employees were laid off, that in management, they might not keep their jobs either, that they may not make it, even after government bailouts and PPP programs, all of that, that still they may not make it. So that's a different mindset for the insiders. And you'd think uh, they might be a little more eager to sell because they, they saw the, the dark side there. Um, they were staring into the abyss, basically. And um, so they might be willing on this big surge also to maybe get out or maybe not. Um, so that's why we're going to take a look at the insiders today and what they're doing at some of these Reddit meme stocks, whether or not they are selling or if it's just like one, if it's a cluster of them or what's happening, um, because they can give a good indicator of maybe what you know, other investors should be doing. So I did take a look at AMC and I know the headlines were saying that the insiders were selling. So I was curious as to the extent of it uh, because I don't really pay attention to the insiders on the sell side. Um, as many of you know, I run the insider trader portfolio here at Zacks and we buy when the insiders buy we don't sell when the insiders sell. I don't care when they sell or why they're selling. And why is that? Normally, um, in normal circumstances, I don't care because they may have other reasons for selling their shares that have nothing to do with the business. So I have seen, because it's been disclosed on the SEC forms, that some insiders have sold because they got a divorce and they had to give give some of the shares. Uh, basically, like Jeff Bezos at Amazon, he did have to liquidate some shares in order to sell um, and to get his divorce. Um, same with uh, some big holdings, uh, Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation kind of thing and things going on there with the Gates's divorce and uh, the liquidation of some big positions in certain companies as well. Uh, but I've also seen some insiders say they had a sell because they were buying vacation homes. So um, we don't know. Maybe some are selling to buy a yacht. Maybe some that aren't quite that wealthy but um, are still rich are selling to pay for their child's wedding or for their college or um, for, you know, just about anything that you might think of that has nothing to do with the business. So that's why the sales 
don't really concern me. And I do get a lot of emails from people and tweets saying, oh, Tracy, you know, three insiders were selling at XYZ company, you know, in the last like six months or something. But in the grand scheme of things, and with many of them having thousands of shares, it's not really sending any kind of signal, or at least not a strong enough signal, except if there is a cluster buy of insiders all suddenly selling at the same time, then I think we can be guaranteed that they're not all selling to buy a vacation home or um, because they're getting a divorce, that something else is going on. And one of the first big cluster buys I remember seeing that actually did signal uh, something bad going on at the company and that um, others should be paying attention was at Valiant when many of the insiders were all selling at the same time as they had all their kind of, uh, you know, PR and scandals going on and the shares, you know, dropped quickly. So that was a time when a big cluster buy of sellers did actually signal something. But now this time may be signaling something as well um, because AMC has seen, let me look at my notes here, eight insiders buying in the last, um, we'll call it less than a month now, since the end of May when the shares took off. Uh, most have recently been at the beginning of June. So the company did do a recent secondary, which I'm assuming everyone on the inside was on lockdown or restricted from buying or selling shares during that time because they know they're doing the secondary as the stock surges. And so um, that would be insider information. So they would not be able to, to buy or sell just ahead of that announcement. So they announced it, they did the secondary, and then the window opened when they could buy or sell again because a bunch all bought, um, or uh, I'm sorry, a bunch all sold on June 3rd. And then a, there's been um, another sell since June 3rd. So the window opened and a bunch to decide, hey, the stock is soaring. It's up over 400% in the last month. And our business almost went under just a few months ago. So we're gonna sell here and cash in, right? So who is doing the selling? So on June 7th, that was the most recent sale. A director sold 14,277 shares at 5533. This was his first sale in the shares in both uh, 2021, so this year and into 2020. I didn't look back any further than 2020. So he did not sell even when the coronavirus hit and the stock you know, sold off and the questions were swirling about survival, all of this, um, no sales until now. Now he still has 31,000 shares remaining. So this is one of the insiders who sold a big chunk but not all of the shares. And so still remains with quite a few there. Um, so I'm just gonna go through the list of who else has been selling and why they may or may not be interesting. So the chief content officer sold on June 3rd. She sold 21,462 shares at 43.54, still has 92,000. So still a big chunk remaining. Um, this Insider also sold on March 26th after the shares got a big boost back in the winter 
So she sold 60,000 at $10 and 11 cents. So she's been cashing in a couple times, not waiting around and um, just taking the money and running. The next insider was the chief HR officer. Now I always find the HR officers, anybody at human uh, resources buying the shares to be a big signal because the HR person usually doesn't get paid the highest amount of the insiders. So um, their salary isn't the greatest. So if they're buying, it says something because they know the HR, they know who's being uh, you know, added, how many people they need to hire, how many are being fired, um, you know, the new factories being opened. Hey, we need 100 people. They know all of this. So if they get bullish, it's a positive thing. But what happens when they get bearish? Well, again, they also know what's going on behind the scenes, right? And so this HR officer on June 3rd sold 40,346 shares at 62.67. So right there at that you know extreme top that we've seen so far, did not sell any shares in 2020 or prior to the sale. Still has 44,183, so sold almost half their shares. Um, but this is kind of a game changer sale for this head of HR because this sale netted $2.5 million. And again, the HR executives are paid well at most companies, but um, they're not making what the CEO or the CFO or some of the other insiders in other divisions are making as an income or even in stock options and awards and other things. It's just not that type of position. So to cash out 2.5 million, um, is a big deal for the HR officer. And uh, you can see why they're taking the cash and running <laughs> with that one. Um, then we had another director buy on June 3rd as well, uh, or I mean sold, sorry, I'm so used to them buying instead of selling, but they sold, they sold 34,293 at 49.82. Now they only have 19,565 left. So sold more than half in this case and they didn't sell anything in 2020 or 2021. Then we had uh, the VP of US operations. He also sold on June 3rd, uh, 30,000 shares at 56.59. He has 93,000 remaining. So a decent chunk, but not even half. Then also on June 3rd, the vice president of development and international sold 13,766 at 49.51. He has 67,528 remaining. So this was also a fairly small sell for that insider. Then we had another director also on June 3rd selling 10,330 at 5850. He has 33,000 remaining. So this too was just like a smaller segment of it. But that director hadn't sold in 2019, 2020, or 2021 before this all happened. So still cashing in, but not everything. Then um, on May 28th, we also had the chief marketing officer. So before the shares really started to soar, chief marketing officer got out that selling 5,000 shares at 2742 and he has 93,879 shares remaining. So that was a small buy there, but just cashing in some because um, why not? Why not take 
some of the money off the table and run. Because again, AMC shares up 467% in the last month and um, up over 2,400% year to date. So that's AMC and that's the recent buys. And as you can see, it's pretty much across the board now. We don't have the CEO or the CFO or the, the chief lawyer selling but the CEO and CFO are kind of in this kind of situation with the business as it is, uh, probably going to stay on the sidelines as a matter of, uh, you know, PR, so to speak. How, how does it look if they do a secondary and then the CEO is like, oh, I'm selling a bunch of my shares, cashing in right here. It doesn't look that good. Um, it now doesn't look that good with all of these other insiders either. No, but they're not the ultimate decision makers up at the top. So um, they are able to get away with it a little bit more here. And obviously the company, the compliance department did open the window and allow them to sell on June 3rd and then continuing on because someone did sell on June 7th. So um, yeah, this sends a strong sell signal when this many insiders after the shares have spiked this dramatically decide to cash in so it's worth worth looking into for those of you who are in amc and wondering what you should be doing and what kind of guidance um you should be following and it's worth it to to see what those who are actually at the company are doing so i took a look at some of the other reddit stocks too just kind of curious to see if a lot of them are trying to sell out here and take some of the gains there too. So I took a look at GameStop, GME. It hasn't been quite as crazy recently as AMC, um, but I was surprised to see no insiders have been selling. However, they have not reported earnings and earnings are coming at the end of June here in 2021, end of June. And this is June um, eighth when we're recording this. So the insiders should be on lockdown and restricted from buying or selling the shares ahead of this next earnings report. So not seeing any doesn't mean they don't want to. <laughs> it means they cannot. So that's something to keep in mind with all companies that they don't just, you know, have an open door, an open window to buy and sell whenever they want. They are restricted many times of doing so. So um, however, I did take a look back and see when was the last time anybody has sold at GameStop. And it was um, mostly in mid-January 2021 when a bunch of directors did leave the board. And so they sold some of their shares, I believe, right when all that stuff was happening. So there were uh, four insider sells in January, but... The shares have soared since then. So those sales were anywhere between like around $20 up to $40. And the shares are now trading at $288 to around $350 at the time I'm recording this. That can change and go up and down pretty dramatically. So um, best to check on the price rather than listen to what I'm saying about the price. But um, so that that those sales didn't really tell us much. But um, it will be interesting to see when the window reopens with GameStop, what happens. So I'll be watching that one. I took a look at Bed Bath & Beyond, ticker BBBY, because there's been some Reddit uh, buying in again and movement on the stock. 
but no insiders have been selling at all. And actually one did buy back in April. Uh, I know this because I bought Bed Bath & Beyond in the insider trader here at Zach's off of that one insider purchase, which was a director on April 19th and they bought at 25.54. So the shares are up 45% in the last month, but they're basically back to the 37 to 44 range. And while that's a nice pop, it's nothing like what's happening at AMC where um, you know, it can be life changing when you're getting, you know, 450% gains in one month. So these insiders not willing to sell the shares even on this nice gain here. And then I took a look at Express, ticker EXPR, because this one is up 535% year to date. The last month it's up 69%. And um, there has been one insider selling at Express. So the insider sold on June 2nd and then prior to that on May 26th. Now, this insider did put together a 10B 5-1 plan. That is a plan that's submitted to the SEC by the insider and which allows them to buy or sell, depending on what the plan is. But usually it's a selling plan. Um, to sell on uh, certain requirements that are laid out in the plan. Now we don't get to see what the plan is. Sometimes you can tell what it is because they buy like on the 15th of every month consistently or they sell consistently that same way. Um, sometimes the little note will say what the plan is supposed to entail. This one did not. So we just know that this plan was instituted on March 24th. 2021. And that's the last time that the express shares were kind of uh, seeing some crazy movement. This insider also got hundreds of thousands of stock options, 377,000 stock options on, on that day. Um, and also those don't vest for a while. So it's not, they're not selling these particular stock options, but um, those vest in the next couple of years. So these sales, uh, he sold 33,000 shares at $6.50 on June 2nd and 100,000 shares at $5 on May 26th. So um, that just that 100,000 uh, sale was a $500,000 net you know, gain for this insider who was the CEO or is the CEO, the president and CEO. And so that's the only insider selling at Express so as I say, um, and I said at the beginning of this podcast, just one insider selling doesn't really tell us anything because we don't really know why did this insider set up the 10B5 plan. Maybe something is going on and maybe they are buying a vacation home and giving, you know, soaring home prices. They're going to have to do multiple, uh, you know, sells. So they set up the plan to, to do so. We don't know. So keep that in mind when you're looking at these insider cells and thinking you're getting to see some kind of big signal because a lot of times it's not. So those were the only two sales at Express so far. So the only real cluster sale at these kind of Reddit stocks um, are at AMC and that one does send out a big sale. So keep that in mind that usually the one insider selling or even two 
doesn't mean that much. Um, but these are eight insiders selling since May, end of May, and the shares are up 467% in those two months. So where does that leave you again? Uh, the insiders are being greedy here. Usually they're greedy on the buy side. And so they buy more shares when they think their stock is undervalued and it's going to go higher because they want to make money, right? But in AMC's case, they're selling because they're being greedy um, on the sale side. And who can blame them again after that huge run? So they are taking the money and running. And again, notice no one sold off all of their shares. They sold a large enough amount that um, if the shares, you know, suddenly reverse course and go back down, even go to zero, whatever's going to happen, then they've already cashed in quite a bit. So my advice to many of you, if you're holding big gains in some of these, is that there's no harm in taking some profit off the table like these insiders. Um, you can still be greedy on the remaining shares if you're a believer or you are one of the Reddit or Wall Street bet traders. And so you are basically just in it to trade it and you believe it's going to go higher, then um, you can still be greedy on some of the remaining shares. And another side note, if you're not already in some of these stocks, um, the big gains have been made on many of them. And um, usually the these trades now are for traders only and not like long-term investors. So those of you who bought AMC shares because you thought it would be a reopen winner. You were buying it as an investor type of thing. Um, most of those people probably should not be buying into the stack. Now, what other Reddit stacks are there out there? There's a couple others floating around. Wendy's ticker WEN. That one is up 18% by the Reddit traders. But again, that's not, I didn't even look to see if any insiders are selling because it's a new one. It's a new trade. And so, and not many insiders are going to be selling on just 18% gains. You know, you got to do better than that to get them to sell out of there. Another one that I've followed that I talked about on the last podcast is B&G Foods, BGS. That recently has spiked about 11% in the last month because it has a big short on, uh, on the stock. There's a lot of shorts in it. So some Reddit traders were apparently messing around in it this month um, and in May of 2021 and they did earlier in the winter time as well but it also never got the huge you know 400 or 500 percent gains as some of these others so i own that one in my value investor portfolio and we did not sell when it spiked the last time and we have not sold when it's spiking this time because again um these spikes aren't enough to make us you know want to be greedy and cash in <laughs> just based on momentum. So we're still in that one. And um, they're still paying their dividend for those who are wondering that big juicy dividend. So so yeah, this has been an interesting time for the insiders. Uh, a lot of stocks are trading at new highs. So some insiders reluctant to go into buy, but some now are you know willing to cash in if it's these remarkable lottery uh, lucky type winning stocks because a stock up over 200 or 2000% in just 6 months is rare and is just luck. And so these insiders not messing around, they're going to get some and they're going to cash in. So keep that in mind if you're out there wondering what you should be doing 
And maybe you might want to follow the lead on the insiders on these cells. So let me recap the tickers I talked about again. Um, AMC, of course, is AMC. GameStop was in here, GME, Bed Bath & Beyond, BBBY, Express, EXPR, Wendy's is WEN, and B&G Foods, which is Green Giant, that's one of the brands they own, B&G Foods, BGS. And as always, I aim to address all these crazy investing and trading um, things going on out there right now on the stock market here in the summer of 2021. And I'll be covering more uh, issues going on with the stock market and what's hot and what's not. And even some more insider buying. Where are the insiders buying instead of selling? That's an interesting question as well. So you want to be sure to subscribe. Get us on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on Amazon Music. You can get us on Spotify. We're on a whole bunch of other platforms. Just put us in for Google, Google Zach's Market Edge, and be sure to listen in. And I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.